This is the Open to Alchemy podcast, and I'm your host, Lauren Ivey. I'm so excited to have you here joining these conscious conversations about the transformation that's possible for all of us. My approach to spirituality has always been part woo and part work. So in this podcast, we talk about all the incredible spiritual modalities and add in a bunch of practical things that really make it fit into our lives. I can't wait for you to join me. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Open to Alchemy podcast. I am so excited to be here with my guest, Shalia Hennix, who is a dream life architect. We were already talking before we started about names and alter egos and all about the cool things that we get to do when we create our own titles. So I am so excited to have you here and to dive into everything. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, it was getting juicy before we started. I know. <laughs> I'm excited to like just dive back in. I love it. I know. I know. Me too. So, okay. A dream life architect. What, yeah. what does that mean? How did you come up with that? How Ooh. fortunate are, are you to be able to create that title for yourself? Ooh, you just, you just, you just said so many like of my favorite words, like fortunate <laughs> and so many of my favorite words. So, okay, I'm happy you asked. So I help people, um, mainly women, but just in general, creatives, creative visionaries, creative geniuses, learn how to tap into and operate and master their own energy, basically. So it's like internal energy, but also external energy. And also how to like master and speak the language of the universe so that they can be the best co-creator and the best um, manifestor possible. And, and the key word in being, you know, how to really just tap into that essence of being and, and switching from a mode of a human doing to a human being. And of course, it's like fun. We're all creative. We like to do stuff. I like to do stuff. I like to create stuff. But as a dream life architect, my goal is about helping you live by design to help you really just tap into the way that you were fortunate enough that, that's why I'm so happy you brought that word up the way that you were fortunate enough to be designed the way that you were designed to operate and flow into radical change and so I help you dream up design and build and like engineer and actualize your ideal life so many things are happening right now in my head because first of all we had had this session scheduled for mm -hmm. last week but of course thanksgiving etc so we we bumped it out right right and literally i was connecting on monday and i tapped into the energy of december and like the collective energy of you know the podcast community and creativity came in yeah. so strong. And yeah. I just literally 30 minutes ago started reading The Artist Way, which I bought months ago and have never read. And so thank you, as always, universe, yeah. for just lining things <laughs> up perfectly that you are here because I, and I've been doing more art lately and yeah. the writing and all the things. And so I am just like bursting at the seams with a million questions. Yay. I would love to start with the idea of being creative. I noticed something and I mentioned this in my solo cast, and this is probably coming out a few weeks from now, but people 
don't all identify with being creative. It's Mm. really this Mm -hmm. very interesting thing where I completely agree with you. Like we're all creative. We all have things to say and do and make. And there are other people who really have a block around that. Where, mm-hmm. where does that come from? How do you bust through that? Ooh, Ooh that's, that's a juicy one. We could be here all day. <laughs> we could, we could, we could all day. Um, so the thing that's coming up first for me is that it, it comes from conditioning. Because mm. to me, so we're on the Open to Alchemy um, podcast, and I'm happy, and I always love talking about alchemy, inner alchemy, atmospheric alchemy, all the different alchemies. But for me, what alchemy really is about is deconditioning, like getting back to that sense, shedding everything that is no longer you, that isn't your natural essence, right? And and turning it into creative expression, using your pain and your past and your trauma and all that stuff, using everything as fuel for art. And I think, um, so the key to that was, was in the beginning about deconditioning. I think a lot of people disconnect from that idea of being created. Or, or from being creative, rather, um, because we are disconnected from the idea that we are one with the universe and that we're not just, uh, what, what do people like to say, like avatars or something? Like we have mm-hmm. avatars, we are avatars, but I think, you know, there's, there's a deeper connection there. And so I think um, if you look at God and the universe as the ultimate creators, right, you, there, there's something, if you were made in God's image, because I'm not religious anymore. I'm, I'm highly spiritual, but I was, I was raised uh, Christian. So I was raised to believe, you know, if you're made in God's image. And so if I was, then how could I not also be creative? And so it's about, uh, it's about um, like holding up the mirror, basically to, to seeing those places where you are disconnected from your natural essence, and those things will lead you back to it. Um, and actually, so since we're talking about decondition, if you don't mind, I, I can just jump into one of these concepts. <laughs> so, yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So I think I told you before, I'm like, I'm in love with acronyms, alliterations, and yeah. all that shit. Like, so um, one of the things in my business for dream life architecture, I have, it's basically like a language, a lexicon, it's, it's an alphabet. And so for the letter D, it's something that I have called the dance of the 5D. And it is um, five Ds that you can use in your life to decondition and to get back to that place of your natural essence. And so the first, it's it's demystify, discern, or decide, design, definiteness, and devotion. Mm. So if we can go through those, so demystify, again, just going to the root and the core root of things and, and holding up a mirror and, and seeing where the, the dysfunction is coming from, where there is a discord happening, right? Um, and, and also demystifying like all of these heavy topics like healing and trauma and uh, sin and salvation. I, I just I just wrote an article on this, the art of self-worship, but just like digging into these like heavy topics. Like I said, I grew up Christian. So there was a lot of stuff that I had to let go of in order to get back to this place of feeling a genuine sense of spirituality, feeling a genuine connection with my creator and, mm-hmm. and with myself, essentially. And so it's demystifying all the stuff, all the murky waters, making it clear. <laughs> right, like, right. Because we put things on a pedestal or Mm -hmm. we make things, you know, so, so big and scary and not to say that they're not hard and there's not work, but I feel like sometimes we, we put it outside of ourselves and Mm -hmm. then it's like, 
it's unattainable or yeah. it's, it, it just becomes this thing that feels like we will never be able to get there. Or we'll never be able to understand it or never be able to work through mm-hmm. rather than pulling it into ourselves because yeah. we do have the capacity and we, mm-hmm. we do have the capability. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and not, yeah, exactly. And that's actually, that's what, exactly what I was talking about. And I'm happy because it, it actually ties into what you were talking about earlier. And you mentioned you just got the artist way, like creativity mm-hmm. has been coming up. It's literally, it's the energy of the year that we're in. It's, it's the number mm-hmm. six. And so the six is the energy of the lovers and the devil. Um, wait so how do you get to the six the six is because of our numerical year yeah yeah, numerically so 2022 is the two plus zero two two and so in the tarot we have like birth card pairs so based on the numerology so the birth card pair to the lovers is the six is the devil which is number 15 so again the one and the five equal the six so it's like that shadow energy between like creativity and balance and then versus with the devil if you see like the visual of the image um and it's it's on my it's on my recent story that I was talking about self-worship it's this idea of like your power being outside of you versus showing up as a complete whole creative like individualized and actualized being that's I'm freaking out because I just wrote those words down when I was meditating earlier Yes. yes Power being outside of myself, worshiping false external gods, literally channeled that earlier today. I love it. And that, that's again, that just goes back to it's like we're so freaking connected. All connected of next level. Oh my gosh. So okay. I love it. I love oh my it. gosh. So good. <laughs> okay. So then demystify and then um have them out of order here in my paper. But so at some point, once you get to that point, then you need to discern and decide what it is that you're going to take with you and what you no longer need. So this mm. is the point where you are making decisions. And again, I was just writing about this, but um, one of my like virtual mentors, mentors in my head, his name is Chris Doe. And I remember that he said that people have problems making decisions because the root of decide is side to kill. It means to kill. So you have to kill off the other options in order to choose something for yourself you have to choose you have to um in some essence if we're talking about the the sense of deconditioning you have to kill off versions of yourself that no longer are working for you that no longer fit so that's this is the point where you decide what it is um like I said you take what it is that works with you and then you decide where it is that you want to go forward where you what you want to do with your life um and then after that, we would have definiteness. So this is about like definiteness of purpose. This is about deciding what it is that you're about. And the beauty of definiteness of purpose and like deciding this statement is your life's work is completely different from your career. Like there's your career, there's a job, but there's, there's your purpose. There's all the things, your your life's work, your purpose and your career are different things mm-hmm. they <laughs> so, can be the same yeah. or they can be different. they can right yeah they, right. Can, okay. they can definitely be interwoven like my right. life is definitely designed where they are they bleed into each other so much it's insane but um and in essence when we when we talk about like again demystifying big heavy topics like purpose and right and stuff like that um you're you're defining what it is that you're here for is just saying basically no matter what it is that I'm doing, no matter what it is that I do for trade or what hobbies I have, no matter what relationships are in my life, this is what I'm about. It's, what, it's like those big ideals, those, those, mm-hmm. those bigger ideals. Like I'm about 
love or you know whatever whatever the case may be this is what I'm about helping people in this way service to the community in xyz way like it's it's those bigger things that really define who you are because one of the constants in life or one of the only constants in life is change and so sometimes you have to I think I also heard this quote before there was something like some some things only remain the same by changing you know it's like we're all Mm. cyclical beings and so you have to change to keep up with the flow of life so to flow into radical change right so where do those where does that knowing come from is that that knowing like those those big values or those Mm -hmm. sort of like pillars that you're talking about is that through internal connection Mm -hmm. is that through you know modalities that Mm -hmm. you connect with how do you get in touch with that because I know that that's also it's been a big one for me and I know it's a big one for a lot of people to feel like you're not living your purpose you're not showing up in a way that feels fully what you have inside of you Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. feeling limited by, well, my job is not doing Mm -hmm. this. So therefore I'm not doing this or my time is limited because of, you know, a million different reasons. And so Therefore, I don't know how to really live into my purpose or when I get older or when I have more free time, you know, we have all of these limiting beliefs and conditions around that. How do you really tap into that North Star so that even when your time is limited, you can Mm -hmm. still prioritize your activities or, you know, when you're making a choice between careers or, you know, extracurricular or friends or activities, you can really like have that as your guiding principle and step into the one that feels most aligned to you. I love this question. It's so good. It's so good. So the first thing that's coming up for me, and it's actually, so it's in my my statement of definiteness of purpose. And that's how funny that the answer for this is. So my my statement of definiteness of purpose is that I dedicate my life to helping women and creative visionaries alchemize their suffering into sovereignty and improve their lives by embracing, embodying, and expressing their most divine essence. That's through life design and dream architecture. And so I say that to say the answer is is in there where it's like embrace, embody, and express your most divine essence. The 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 beauty of of this kind of work and of getting in touch with this energy and and knowing your gifts and your purpose and your values and, and all of this this stuff is that the simplest answers are often like the most profound. So once you once you get to that point where you realize, for example, I'm a number six life path, it's very tied into creativity and love and harmony, and it's ruled by Venus. So it's about beauty and, and um, financial and material abundance and all of those things. So whether I am playing with my niece and having a play date, if I'm 100% present in that moment, or whether it is that I'm, I'm working on a piece of art, I'm, I'm painting something or I'm working on my business, whatever it is that I'm doing, I'm serving my purpose just by existing, right? Just, just by existing is because my purpose is love. That, that that's really is the answer. It's basically like you are the purpose, basically. Mm. You incarnated into this earth just to experience yourself as you. So that no matter what it is that you're doing, 
you're serving your purpose. So it's like, that's, it's like, we can do stuff. And again, we can intertwine our, our lives. I like to say work, wellness, and woo. Like I like those things to be very um, married for me in my life. But at the end of the day, you don't really, there's nothing that you have to do again, switching from a human doing to a human being in order to serve your purpose. Just realizing that you yourself, your essence, you incarnated to, or, or rather God, spirit, whatever it is that you believe in, incarnated so that it could experience itself as you right what's coming in is how important knowing yourself is Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. where you know for me like I talk so much about authenticity because I think that everything you're saying resonates so much and without really knowing who we are without really feeling comfortable in our essence yes it's very easy to show up in an inauthentic way because we don't feel confident we don't feel clear we don't feel comfortable just being we you know we think we need to do and put on and show and have all of these you know layers on us in order to present ourselves Mm -hmm. and I think part of it is because it is hard to do the work to find out what's underneath. It's scary, yeah, maybe. Right. To, yeah. And and there's so much freedom. I think people don't realize there's so much freedom that comes along with it. There is not a wrong answer. There's not a bad mm-hmm. answer. Mm-hmm. But I think we've been conditioned in so many ways to have this hierarchy of mm-hmm. this is good or this is better. This is lower. This is worse. And yeah. so... I think people yeah. are afraid of doing that work to, to find out what's at your core, what's at your essence, because mm-hmm. they think they're, it's not going to be a good answer. Yeah. Yeah. And we think that, yeah, unless our art makes money, that it's not, it doesn't have any worth or doesn't have any value. Right. right. It, it's, it's insane. Um, it's, and it's really, cause like, like, like you were saying, it's, we live in really just, it's about like a living in a capitalistic society where it's, we, we feel like we have to measure um, the value or the importance of our task based on its output, based on the pro- how quote unquote productive it makes us feel or it makes us appear to be, right? And so like something like rest and recharging, like these really feminine values. And that's a part of living in a patriarchal society is the, the feminine, the masculine are not in ba- balance, right? <laughs> and so it's like really leaning deeper into these feminine values to 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 lighten up the load on it and on a on a masculine or a masculine energy heavy society and all of that stuff is great like getting shit done is really great but I have I like to say get shit done and make it fun like I like to include things like play and rest and and realize that me pouring into me is as big of a task as any other thing that I could be doing in that external world like for right. other people for my business whatever it means because again if I am my purpose myself pouring into me and regardless of what your life is about and irregardless of what it is that you decide to uh, to do with your life if you are your purpose you are the longest relationship that you're ever going to be in in your life right mm-hmm. period so yeah like, I always say that all yeah. the time and yeah we yes that we we place this like weird I don't know what it is condition on do we deserve Mm. have we earned Mm -hmm. having time for ourselves versus completely flipping it and that is the priority that is the foundation yes of everything else of everything else right it's like how could you expect (laughs) for everything out there 
to work and flow and feel mm -hmm. good if at the core mm -hmm. it's you know you rocky so or un unfertile you know in terms of like the ground or the soil or all of these you know different plant analogies how do you find your life path number what's that oh so your life path i believe it's just added up um you add up the digits in your your date of birth so okay august 19th 1995 so they just all add up to six and that is the energy that you carry with you throughout your entire life right oh, so gonna okay i'm gonna be doing that as soon as we yeah. get off <laughs> yes. Oh yes we need to look it up we gotta pull yeah it. we gotta pull it it's it's so good but um yeah so we're in a sixth year i'm a sixth life path so i'm basically i'm calling it a homecoming year for me yeah you're crushing it oh my gosh i it. love it yeah yeah a lot of that, like asking myself questions. And so going back to what you were saying earlier is like, how do you get in touch with these things? How do you even like get directed um, towards them is, so what I was saying earlier is about like the simplest answers. So like these values, your higher values are probably gonna be really simple things like peace, prosperity, pleasure, passion, purpose, love, harmony, uh, like service, whatever it is. Like they're just gonna be really, really simple things. But another way that you can get in touch with that is, of course, all of these energetic um, and mystical and esoteric systems and schools that we have at our disposal. So things like numerology, right? You, numerology will tell you not only, you know, the energy that you're going to be working with your entire life, but it's also the energy of the year that you're going into, the cycle that you're personally going into, as well as the cycles that the world is going into, that, that we as a collective are going to be dealing with and then things that you personally are dealing with but so astrology i have this thing <laughs> and it's another it's funny because it it's another um, this one is an acronym right so the, the system that i use is called the new philosopher's hand and the new philosopher the philosopher's hand you know is about the philosopher's stone it's about alchemy and inner alchemy and inner, inner truth and searching and so hand stands for human design astrology numerology and then the d is downloads discernment and divination so those I basically love it. Yeah. oh my god we speak the same language i love yeah. acronyms i love alliteration yes my brain just that's sort of the way it, it tries to make order of things exactly that's it it's, yeah. it's literally just trying to make order of energy that's that's literally it and so yeah. we, we have these things human design astrology numerology and then when i say downloads and and um, divination it's like you know things like tarot cards or things like clairaudience clairsentience clairvoyance like just using your your natural intuition and gifts but really using all of these things in conjunction the, the new philosopher's hand is about using all of these different things together because they really just point to these energetic blueprints are the fabrics cycles and um, patterns and threads that are underpinning and making up the fabrics of your life right mm. so it's really all it is it's telling you about you know your your weaknesses your talents um the way that you best operate the way that your energy operates and what would probably be the healthiest career for you like you can find out all of these things by looking at the these different energies and and it's again it's about remembering sovereignty and discernment and taking what resonates and leaving what doesn't but at the end of the day we use these things because what's written in the stars is also written in your heart. Like, you know, like what, what, what God quote unquote, what the universe, whatever, what fate has in store for you is also what it is that you feel deep inside your heart that you want. And so if you're working on 
clearing out the noise so that you can get back to that place, then we use these other tools and to, to help point us in the direction. Because everything is basically just going to point you back to yourself, anything. Mm. Anyway, like the answer is never outside of you, but we just use these things to go deeper into ourselves and so that we can self-actualize and then eventually go outwards and express that essence that we just discovered. So for people like me who are manifesting generators and love all the things, what's coming in for me is I love all the things and I'm interested in all the things. And then because of my energy is always pivoting and always changing and always fluctuating, Mm -hmm. it feels like you know, and something that I'm working on and this, uh, this idea of embodiment has really been coming into me lately. And I feel like that is the energy of 2023 for me. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes I just go, I just stay on the surface of things or okay. I just go right beneath the surface. Yeah. I'm sure my other man gens can relate to this <laughs> because it's like, okay, I've gotten something. And I feel like I'm trying to trust that I've gotten what I need on that pass, mm-hmm. <laughs> on that go around and then something else and then something else. But what I've noticed is that it can feel like, and maybe this is a condition, you know, a, a belief that I've taken on is that I can be the jack of all trades, mm-hmm. master of none mm-hmm. versus like, I want things to, I want to go deeper with things. I want to yeah. stick with things more. Yeah. I want to take an, another layer. I want to go further down the, the spiral of something, mm-hmm. but I also want to honor my energy when mm-hmm. it feels like it's time to move on. So mm-hmm. what advice would you give to all of, all of my <laughs> multi-passionate man-gen buddies who are like, but I like that. And I want to do astrology and I want to do this and I want to do the tarot and I want to do this. And then we can get into that like state of overwhelm where it's like, yeah. I can't look at all the things or which one do I go with? You know, like you were talking about earlier where Mm -hmm. it's like the decision fatigue and Mm -hmm. I don't want to eliminate that. And I want to do this in my business. And then we're just like walking around, like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so good. That's so good. Um, so the first thing that's coming up for me, well, well, it's two things The the, the first thing is that indecision is a decision. So you are deciding by by not okay I'm gonna have to chew on that a little bit (laughs) and the second thing before we get into that is it's just I I like to I like to flip that statement because my energy works in the same way I'm I'm a generator I'm not a managing but I have other things going for me like in my astrology and my numerology so that's what I'm saying that the new philosopher's hand and the handcrafted readings that I offer for my clients it's about looking at the composite picture and seeing everything the whole picture oh I love that it's all just about different lenses looking at your human design so in human design, I'm a generator, but when it comes to astrology, you know, I'm, I've got like mutable energy. I'm Gemini. Like I'm like all over the place and I have like Pisces in my 10th house. So like <laughs> I'm doing all the things. One of the things that it's important to realize is that the universe is not going to punish you for making any decision. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's really just getting in touch with what the living in the present moment. Cause you, you can't really know, you can probably have a good idea about what you want to be doing with your life in like five, 10 years, maybe even next year, but you don't know necessarily because life happens in the present moment and you can't really live in the future. You can't live in the past. So what it is it that, what is it that you want to do right now? And for me, what I like to do when it comes to, I like to create the containers, um, 
that's a part of it. It's like once I I decide what it is that I, I want to do, it's this thing that I have in my life and in my business called the SAS factor. And it's about just basically, um, I won't go into the acronym because it's very deep. <laughs> you, you basically just, you create the container that will allow you to dive deep into whatever it is that you're, you're working on and you're chewing on at the moment. And then when you're ready to step out, you just hop out. But because the container has been created already, it's there and it's not like taking up space in your mind. Yeah. It's there, you've allowed yourself to indulge in that. And so it's like, it's satisfied, it's there. And so you can revisit as you need. Because um, a, a good example of this is like the way that I develop content is I like to work on something for quite a few months. Like I like to build on an idea before I've, I'm fully ready to let it out. And so I just create that container, which is like, this is the basics. This is the, the bare bones of what it is that I want to do. This is the idea and the direction. And then I allow myself to go as deep and as far and as wide into that topic as I want to. And then once I've, I'm, I, I allow myself to immerse myself so deeply into it, once I'm tired of it, I just drop it. And I'm like, okay, that's, it's enough for now, <laughs> you know? And then you just allow yourself to move on to the next thing and, and to juggle those things. Cause I know the, the manifestor, the manifesting generator um, likes to have like different pots on the stoves cooking is, is what they say. It's like, you know, like, yeah. like to do those different things. So it's like, just making sure that none of your pots are burning, just giving them the the proper attention that's due. And then once you feel like your energy has run out or you've lost inspiration, because the thing about the generator portion of the energy is we tend to, we, we have to go work with our sacral energy, sacral is sexual energy, it's creative energy, it's life force energy. And so we have to do the thing that really lights us up and, and that's exciting to us. But also the thing I think that maybe we don't talk about enough is that the energy goes into a plateau. So eventually you'll get mm-hmm. to a point where you don't feel like you have the energy anymore to invest in certain, you know, certain ideas or interests. Um, and so once you get to that plateau, that's the point where you allow yourself to rest, to step back or to do something else that interests you. And it's, yeah, it's just, it's really just about allowing yourself to engage or indulge in whatever it is that's coming up for you in the moment. And then being okay with changing your direction or moving on to something else if you get to a point where you're done with it or you're tired right now mm-hmm. so it's really just like self-compassion and self-forgiveness you don't have to marry yourself or like to stick with something for five years in order for it to have been worthful or a worthful experience for you to have rather. yeah yeah that makes so much sense and what I what it's really I hear you saying and what's resonating with me is first of all focusing on the present moment and yeah. not judging, you know, because already with that manifesting, it's like three, four steps ahead. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, if I let go of this or, oh, if I, if this is interesting me, does that mean it's going to turn into that? Like push all of that aside, right. focus on what is in my energy field, right. In the present moment, mm-hmm. trust that I am going to go as deep as I need to do, get whatever I need from it. And, yeah. and I really, really love the idea of creating that container for that body of knowledge or that modality or that passion yeah. or whatever it is. And I'm almost picturing it as these little like orbs that once mm-hmm. I create that and I spend time in there, that exists. That time was not wasted. It's not going anywhere. It's always going to be available for me to come back to, but really creating that intention and honoring that versus feeling like 
it's time wasted or, well, that didn't go anywhere or, you know, those negative loops that we can get into about, again, productivity, coming all the way back to that or not feeling like our time is well spent or not feeling like we have anything to show for our existence, which Mm -hmm. goes back to if we just are then we are sharing our essence and that is more than enough that's everything yeah right exactly well, you're like oh, yeah hello <laughs> you're so like you got it <laughs> yeah that's everything because you just you just you just stringed it all out you just brought it back together and and I, I love that it's um like if you are a good enough reason to just exist then then if you really truly and i know like everything is just words right like right. it's just words until until you're able to embody that energy and you feel it within yourself but if but once you get to that point where you truly do accept that just being you is good enough is is a good enough thing everything else is extra like everything else is just fun it's you on the play like literally in the playground of life just having fun every project that you get to work on is extra it's a bonus every pair of shoes that you buy like every everything it's just a bonus like you don't you're not necessarily looking to these things in order to fulfill you in order to be this like big romanticized like you have to be my my bread and butter my my life purpose and you have to feed me and all that stuff but it's it's really just getting to a place where you are just happy with who you are and what you offer to the world just by showing up as your truest, most authentic, vulnerable, naked self. Like you, you do that and you have done more than a lot of people for it that, you know, in, in history and, you know, so it's really good. And it's incredible because when you say it and, and you, your words do have so much power and they resonate so deeply that it seems like it should be the most basic concept. It seems like that should be the standard. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like people living from that space is the rare exception. Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly it. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I think Einstein said something along the lines of, um, he's not a genius, really. He's just good at asking questions and mm. ask a lot of questions. And when the answer is simple, that's when he know that God answered. It's mm. really just like the simplest back to basics, back to your truest core essence of who you are, but also just back to this basics and core essence of like how life works without all of like societal baggage and stuff poured on top of it. It's literally the simplest things are the most profound things is what I've learned and that's a part of like deconditioning is getting back to that that inner core getting back to that place we all were you know the the place we were when we were children or um, whether you had like a positive childhood or not there was an essence about you that was innocent and pure in the sense that you hadn't been fully conditioned yet <laughs> you know mm-hmm. there were there were things that you were just more in contact with and connected to than than maybe you are now and it's very possible to just get back to that place and you don't need anything outside of you to do it like like i said therapy astrology like all this stuff is external it's extra but i but i don't want to look at it or or rather i don't like to paint the picture of it as being external because all of all of them are basically just pointing you back to yourself and astrology is all about just cosmic energy. It's all about 
you know, the, the language of the universe with numerologies, numbers, math, the language of the universe, energy, frequency, vibration. So it's really just um, the energy that's around you is also the energy that's in you. And so once you can accept that, you can accept that you're worthy, your existence is good enough, and you're made of the same stuff as like the trees and the birds and the bees and stuff, then you can probably accept that like, you know, trees aren't like painting 50 pictures a day. Right. They're, still, they're right. still worthy of living, you know, so mm -hmm. if you can accept that you just are a part of nature itself and there's nothing really that you have to do to be enlightened or there's nothing that you have to do to X, Y, Z, whatever goal it is that you have. I think that is a, a, a really good sweet spot or place of peace and contentment, but also it's the perfect like blank space and foundation for building the life of your dreams, because now you know that it's not the life that makes you you're making the life right you know it's like mm -hmm. it's not these things that you're creating or these things that you're attracting or manifesting or whatever it's, it's none of those things they need you to make it you don't need them basically so getting to that point so then do you still pursue things like what is the energy you mm -hmm. bring to a manifestation is it that you feel like it's aligned is it that you feel like it's just your natural next step what it what is the container that you create for wanting without it being desperation without it being lack without yeah. it being well I'm not worthy until I get this thing or once I get this thing then life will be magically better yeah. or different <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, so there's this quote, it's like, you can have anything in the world that you want as long as you don't need it. Right. Mm. And and I also just got done writing about this where it's like, want what you want, like have that. Um, I, I'm, I'm not sure if it's Napoleon Hill or uh, it was one of the, you know, the the greats or the, the classics, but that that talked about the burning desire and the detachment from the outcome. So that's how that's how you, you balance it is like want what you want, have that burning desire, like feel it, get in touch with what it is that you were put here to to share with the world. And, and of course, the world can literally just be yourself. Like, but what it is that you want for your life, like get in touch with that desire and want it and feel it and own it, like allow yourself to want it. And then the, that's the burning desire. And then there's the detachment from the outcome because you're you're realizing again that irregardless of what happens, you can never be off of your path. <clears throat> you can never be off of your path. You can never truly make a wrong decision for yourself. And so the detachment from the outcome is saying that you trust that you're going to be provided for irregardless of how, what it is you ask for shows up looking mm. because, and, it, and, and because you can, you can ask for something and we can think it needs to be a certain way, but that is only coming from a place of control and you can't, you know, when you're controlling and you're, you're grasping, your hands aren't open to receive. So it's really just, I know it's like all so cliche stuff. I almost like want to like, <laughs> you no, know, but I think like it's so good. I feel but, like it's like, we, first of all, we we're so busy. We're so inundated. Our minds are have a thousand tabs open. Mm -hmm. So the reminder is so needed. I mean, really on a daily basis, it's like to yeah. recommit to Mm -hmm. to knowing this and to living like this. And I wanted to ask you too about your, your daily practices to get you in a place mm -hmm. of, of calm, of, yeah. of being open to receive. How, how does that work for you? 
I'm so I'm very again very simple when it comes to like my my daily I don't I don't have a routine at all I ha- I like to work and operate more in a sense of a rhythm mm. so like there are certain things that like I know I want to have in my day I know I want to do in my day but what that looks like depends on the day so for the most part what's paramount to me is prayer it's journaling and it's some form of self pleasure as long as I get those three things done, I had a good day. But also going back to what I was saying earlier about embrace and body express your most divine essence. I sometimes use that as a framework where I'm like, I just need to do one thing to embrace. And that can be prayer. That can be meditation. That, that can be, um, yeah, like yoga. And, and then embody is also like my self-care routine, the way that I dress myself that day, or it can be actual physical manual labor. Like today I spent one hour working on a, a goal of mine, you know, or like today I spent one hour working on my story or whatever, just doing something to embody the ideal version of yourself, mm-hmm. you know, yourself who you want to be doing something to embody this, that person today and then express. So I've talked a little bit about embody because embody can be anything. It can literally be as simple as just like, I took care of myself today and you know, that it can be that. And then when it comes to express, that can be um, speaking, speaking your truth. It can be, like I said, journaling, like purging and getting out. Because when we start with the embrace, that's when we're receiving, when we're taking in the day, the energy of the day, we're talking, connecting to our source, you know, whatever that looks like for you. Um, And then when you're expressing, it's about the pouring out. So pouring out of yourself. and Mm, and So like the flow of the energy through you. Flow of energy. And so as long as I just, I do those three things and like I said it can be different for the day sometimes I don't want to even think about work I don't want to look at my work um it, it can be I just want to read a book and right that, that to me is is okay and it's acceptable because I I fed myself I nourished my mind I, I did something and it's also a form of meditation you know I'm not a sit cross-legged and like silent meditation kind of person <laughs> like I'm an active meditation walking meditation reading painting that kind of person so um, I think it's, it's really just decide what a successful day looks like for you and then try to hit that as early as you can. So like I'll, I'll wake up in the morning and I'll write, I keep a dream journal. And so journaling is on my list of things. As soon as I wake up in the morning, that task is done for the day because I've already journaled. So I'm starting my day in an energy of success and mm-hmm. love, like feeling like I did good <laughs> so it doesn't really matter what it is that I do for the rest of the day I did I took care of number one first I took care of me I did you know embrace and body express whatever that whatever that looked like that day and everything else was extra so that's mm-hmm. a, a good life it's a soft life it's where you just allow yourself to be but also when you do less you actually end up doing way more because things become more fun and then you get to stay in flow longer and you come out with like the craziest, most creative ideas. Like everything is really connected to each other. It's, it's really beautiful. Well, and you're in this beautiful energy of gratitude and appreciation because mm-hmm. you're looking at everything as the extra, as the bonus. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's all coming to you. It's all working out It all is landing on your, in your lap because you're doing your work and your Mm -hmm. work doesn't have to be this like 90 point plan of activity. Yeah. 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 And maybe for some people, they love that and they Mm -hmm. want the big checklist or they want the hour long routine. I mean, again, that's honoring 
you know, what works for everybody, but mm -hmm. I'm really highlighting that because I do think that I love what you're saying about the simplicity and just deciding what it is for you. And maybe to start, it's, you know, three little things. And maybe yeah. next month you are like, okay, I've got this down. I'm ready yeah. for more. I want right. to add more, right. <laughs> it can fluctuate and it can, it can flow. But I, I think that idea of prioritizing what feels good to you and deciding mm -hmm. what is, what is a successful day yeah. really does turn everything else into just like a blessing. Yes, absolutely. Because you just said prioritizing what feels good to you and it feels like a blessing because feeling good is feeling God, right? And so it's right. like, that is the simplest form of manifestation. That is the quote unquote, the only secret I can think of is manifestation is literally as simple. Like you don't even have to write it down. I understand that writing it down makes it more effective and all that, but I'm, I've done it multiple times. You literally just set an intention for what it is that you want. And then you align yourself with the energy of that intention. That's it. And like everything else happens because it's a self-organizing universe. So it's like, if you want to feel, or if you're manifesting love into your life and you want to feel love, then you do something that makes you feel love. And then mm -hmm. you, you already, you're already in that energy and that makes it easier for things to come into your life that align with that same vibration, right? So right. it's like, it's really so simple. You can write it down if you want. It is probably best that you do because that's also a part of my daily routine is, and a part of that embraces, I remind myself of my my purpose every day. And, you know, we, affirmation, stuff like that is really just going to train the brain basically to- Right, that to muscle memory. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah it'll, it'll train the brain. To, and that'll also help because we're talking about making decisions. That'll also help you make decisions because you will have a guideline for it. By, by now, your subconscious will have been trained about this is what I'm about. And then this is what I want. And you, you put it through that filter. And if it doesn't fit through that filter, then that's a no for you when it comes to- Right. Well, and then you're also hopefully going to be attracting more and more things. Yeah that fit or no, you're able to either mm -hmm. easier to discern like well this yeah. isn't it at all exactly yeah uh, that's oh my gosh <laughs> okay my body is like having all the little buzzes all the vibrations all the downloads tell everybody how they can work with you and get to have all of your amazing acronyms and alliteration <laughs> and tools and it's again it is so <laughs> inspiring to me because you're just like you have found a system that works for you mm -hmm. and there could be no better model and example for how to live than finding what works and that's it yes yeah that's, that's literally it and that's and that's what I help people do that's it and because it's actually my design the way in my human design I have a lot of one lines I was designed to uh, that makes sense <laughs> to find solutions for me first and then offer it to the collective like I can't really help you if I haven't figured it out for me first mm. um so that's yeah that, that's really it just finding a, what works for you but and that's also comes with the um the handprint and and that's what I'm about to get into but what's also what I do want to mention about the frameworks and the strategies and acronym like all of this stuff that I come up with what's really cool and what I love about them is that they're modern strategies and and they they speak and they resonate on a level that we operate on now but they're all built on ancient wisdom and mystical principles and knowing like things that we have been our ancestors have been trying to <laughs> to tell us for you know for, for centuries right right beyond. but it's just really uh put into way to a way that works for today's world and and for that so 
for more of that, uh, you can find me. I run a publication on Substack called Uncultured Swine. It's all about unculturing yourself, becoming, you know, deconditioning and getting back to a place of the soft life and leisure. Um, so that's at shalia.substack.com, S-H-A-L-E-A-H-I-A.substack.com. And for now, there are two main or basic ways at the moment that you can work with me. The first is through a handcrafted reading uh, or handcrafted fortune, which is I read your handprint, your human design, astrology, numerology, and the intuitive downloads. And it's an amazing experience, really. It's, it's a, a meeting place of fate and free will. And it's an experience unlike any other. You, you do like a self and soul assessment first, and it's really just a, a collaborative um, agreement because again I, I'm all about discernment so it's not only about me being like a fortune teller and telling you your forecast I'm telling you why you're fortunate to be you how you were best designed to operate and also you're telling me how it what it is that you want to do with your life and then we're bridging the gap between mm, that that's and so then, cool yeah <laughs> and then the you know yeah we're going to bridge the gap using of course your blueprints and the other way to work with me uh, for those people who want to build heaven on earth and to start seeing their dreams uh, become their reality and come into real life is called sublime by design it's the designer life and so it's basically a synergistic suite of offerings you get two digital dashboards that are integrated within each other one for your personal life and then one for your business or your creative life and alongside training as well as just like um a framework or a pathway that's been carved out for you to help you ideate and dream up and engineer and actualize your dreams so and it's built in notion so it's digital you can build literally any freaking thing you want with it <laughs> So those are the, the two main ways that you can work with me through handcrafted fortunes and handprint readings and through the designer life. And I run Uncultured Swine for 100% free 99. It's so good. <laughs> it's <amazing. laughs> and I have, I have so much fun with it. Like you can get all the acronyms, alliterations, rhyme, like all the stuff, all the stuff is there. <laughs> so I'm really excited. I'm excited. And this was really fun, Lauren. Thank you for inviting me. I had a really good chat today. Oh my God. Yeah. I loved it. I love the way that you work. I love yeah. the things that you offer, the way that you speak. Your words definitely have a very unique and powerful energetic <laughs> vibration. I definitely feel those. I'm mm -hmm. sure that the listeners will feel those. And I'm so inspired by you and I'm so grateful for you and your yes. time and your energy and for sharing all of this with us. Yes, same, same. Everything right back at you. And I'm going to I'm going to send you all the links. We got to look at your numerology chart and Oh my god, I'm I'm like I'm going to have to stay tuned. I will post that in the show notes. You're going to have to listen. <laughs> I love Thank you all so much for listening to the Open to Alchemy podcast. You can find more about me on all the social places, Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse at open.to.alchemy. That's open, the word T-O, alchemy, or at my website, opentoalchemy.com. See you next time.